Hello, footies, and welcome back to Foot in Review, your tri weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team Goodness. My name is John, also known as Foot Coaching, and today we have a special Patreon guest. We'll talk all content, and as always, Chris brings the comedy. We are recording season 3, episode 174, or our total episode count is at 308. Today is August the 4th. Yes, we're still talking FIFA and playing FIFA in August. And it's my pleasure to reintroduce you to Mr. Comedy. The foot in review teddy beer is none other than Chris. Hi, John. The chieftain of comedy is back from the clan McFunny. What do you co- what kind of car does an egg drive? I don't know, mate. You tell us. Uh, Yolkswagen. That's a decent one, decent one, decent one. But did one hat say to another? I don't know, mate. You wait here, I'll go on a hat. <laughs> All right, once we got that out of the way, it's my pleasure to introduce you to one of our fans, one of our patrons, uh, making his debut tonight. It is none other than Tommy. How are you guys, you right? Uh, I was until Chris started joking. Yeah, but uh, I think we're, we should be right for us. <laughs> Tommy, welcome to the show, mate. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? Are you anxious? Or are you just having fun? Just relaxing, really, mate. Uh, pretty easy going. Nah, that's all right. That's usually done when Chris starts talking jokes. Things become much and much easier for the guests and not actually for the host. But we'll leave that on the side. Um, before we introduce everyone to you, Tommy, let's talk content and then we'll deep dive into who you are, what are you doing and what story you have to tell us on. Chris, it is August, yeah. but we still have plenty of content and footies. Can I give you the stage to talk us through it? I will do my very best. Uh, I'm no envy, but uh, I'll try and get us through as much content as possible. Uh, one of the big hitters is out. Well, I say big hitter. With Weekend League Plus, I'm sure it's Bundesliga this week, we've got our 96 left midfield Leroy Sané. Um, five-star skills, four-star weak foot. Coming in at 160,000 on the PlayStation and 10,000 more on the Xbox and over 200,000 on the uh, PC. And that is um, two SPCs and 84-rated uh, squad with one team of the week or season, one Bayern player, and a very quite a stingy 75 chemistry, which might make that a little bit hard to do. That gives you a prime mixed players pack, and then the last SBC, which gives you a small rare goal players pack again, a little bit stingy. EA, come on, which needs a Bundesliga player, typical team of the week or team of the season, 86 rated, and uh, 60 chemistry on that one as I say that if you're going to play weekend league he's maybe one to consider um, quite decently priced as well at 90 uh, 160k to 170k on the two main consoles um, stats wise always look at pace 98 acceleration 99 sprint speed uh, 95 agility quite a low balance at 88 I suppose um, shooting at 94 passing 91 he can't defend so he won't be doing much of that and physicality 87 with a quite a low aggression of 78, which probably fits the type of player he is if you've seen him play live, I think. I just wonder what your guys' thoughts are on that. Tommy, take it away, buddy. What do you think? Well, it looks a good card. The only thing I will say, initially looking at it, the reactions and composure for this stage of the game seem a bit low. No, you're right. Sorry, I missed that. Your reactions as well, I mean... What about in terms of the weekend league? Was this EA trying to bit of joined up thinking? Do you think? Well, I would imagine so. Yeah, um, he seems good value price wise, though. That's that's the other thing. But eight, eighty-nine reactions against some of the top defenders in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, would you that play? Would put, that would put me off. Would you play him wide? I think, wouldn't you? Or would you play him in his shooting? When you put, I looked at putting a marksman on him. And uh, pretty much all his shooting goes to 99, Barry's positioning. Uh, all right, he's got 87 penalties, but that's, that's, that doesn't really count too much, I don't think. But uh, a marksman does fix the reactions as well, takes reactions to 94 and increases his 
Uh, ball control to 99. John, would you play on wide or would you play him through the middle, do you think? I wouldn't play him at all, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's... I mean, I think he's all right. Um, but at this stage of the game, you can be very critical with all these players, right? And I guess mm-hmm. Tommy is definitely right. Um, some of these stats are maybe not where I'd like them to be, if I'm quite honest. Um, and then I'm saying, you know what? Got better options. Cheaper options as well. Um, so I, I, I might skip him. But if I play him, probably white. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't play him. Doesn't fit my squad, but besides that, it's all right. It's a thing like this... I don't know if you guys have it as well, and it might be very demotivating for everyone listening to the podcast, but what I am currently experiencing that it's just one big blur of players coming along. And I'm like, yeah, good. Oh, good. Yeah, better. Uh, slightly worse. Still very good. It's all it's all good, right? Um, so at the start of the game, you can have discussions about three more reactions or work rate, but at the stage of the game, all these guys are so good. Um, that eh, if you if you fit him in, you think it's a fun player, use him. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely not going to rebuild him, kill rebuild my squad for anything like this. Or no, I just as I say, weekend league plus. If you're if you're looking to do weekend league and you're, you're you know and you're looking to rock a Bundesliga team, then certainly he would be included. Um, just to to go on to the joined up thinking, we've got a footy's favourite Akanji. Um, doesn't have the bond here I think he had in the Euros unfortunately but say uh, that is an objectives player you can easily do that for free uh, John will be delighted to know it can be done in squad battles yeah I know we can we can find a foot coach in there a fair bit no that's um, that's another foot coach <laughs> <laughs> but it can be done always it can be done in rivals uh, four things uh, score four headers and the usual squad battles my own professional difficulty or rivals Uh Assist with crosses in three separate squad battle matches and rivals. So again, your headers and crosses, they come in there. Bundesliga Beast, score using Bundesliga players in seven separate squad battles wins. Quite winning those games. So again, world-class difficult rivals. And then Defender of Dortmund, assist in nine separate squad battle matches on minimum professional difficulty using Defenders. The good thing about this one, you get an electron pack, a gold pack, 75 rated uh, player as well but you get a 95 rated Akanji which I think uh, Tommy had his eye on when we had a chat just before the show didn't you Tommy? Well I, this card is incredible I think what what can you say for an objective card which is something that EA have actually done pretty well all year I think mm-hmm. um, I'm looking at the stats now there's literally nothing bad to say about the card um, no, I, I, even the flag is a big plus, right? <laughs> Where is, is, is he? Oh, yeah, he's from Switzerland. I must admit, I'm not <laughs> sure if I like them or dislike them. I'm more a bit neutral when it comes to Switzerland. <laughs> Just getting out of hand, though. Uh, no, <laughs> but uh, back to the topic on hand. I think um, if the if I would be critical, I only think I don't like my defenders being medium, medium. Uh, but it is also one of these cards where you nece- don't necessarily have to play him as a centre defender either. Um, don't see anything wrong with him except for the work rates. Um, you have to play Bundesliga if you were able to to fit him in, and that's about it. I'm afraid. Uh, so if you don't have a Bundesliga going, it doesn't make much sense. But yeah, um, defense white. This is a great card. Can't can't find anything wrong with him either. Uh, Tulsa Shadow on him and he's a 97, 97 rated centre defender um, again maybe you get a team balance a bit higher but still you may mean with the interceptions and basic defence tests and speed just maxed out he'll make up for that um, again if I'm quite honest I wouldn't fit him in not only because he didn't fit but again these work rates put me off a bit mm. uh, you guys experience much defense, centre defenders with medium medium well, I was going to ask you, John, there just what that means because I really don't know the difference. To be honest with you, what does the medium medium actually mean in terms of that for a player? Then <laughs> probably that he stays like pretty neutral, he moves along the line of your defense. 
Um, and uh, if so, would how do you? Uh, I'll do a separate podcast about the work rates. I think at the start of the new year, right? The new season. Mm-hmm. I think because we might be very important, but you have to see it as a tendency to go forward or to stay back. And a medium medium player will basically just hold the line. He steps forward, steps backwards, but you can't find him out of position too much, which for a center defender you might like. But I prefer my center defenders having a high defensive work rate. Um, high medium, like high defensive medium attacking is usually my preference. And something I've always done is try to keep both center defenders with the same work rate so they are more predictable to keep them on the line. Um Tommy, do you have any experience with using work rates on your center defenders, how they impact you or any preference yourself? Well, the only defender I've ever used where I noticed the work rate's really kicking in is Sergio Ramos. Yeah, but he's high attacking and a medium. Exactly. Medium, medium, I've always thought they do the job. What a centre-back kind of does in real life. And like I said, I wouldn't have a problem running this card at all. No, I don't think I would have a problem with it. Um, but I do prefer low attack and high defend- defending, which is a rare one, I think. That is a rare one. I prefer high defensive and medium work rates like Stefan the Right, but that's probably one of the reasons why I quite like that card still so much. Uh, and most defenders, which I really like, are high medium, so it might be also a mindset thing. <laughs> um, but it won't hurt uh, Norm non-very critical players. I think it's a brilliant card, Akanji, and he's very easy to attain. Because if I look at these objectives, right, which you have, actually have to do if you don't do them in squad battles or you do, it doesn't actually matter because it's both pretty much easy to do, I think. I won't do it. Um, basically because I'm not using my ultimate team anymore. I'm just playing some drafts. Would you, are you guys going to do it? Let's start with Tommy. I'm currently in the same situation Situation as you, I'm playing drafts only when I do play. So uh, I won't be doing this. No. Which is a separate thing on its own, but let ask, let's ask Chris, the card collector, first. Are you going to do this? Uh? Uh, of course, John. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to do that one. I'll do it with Kenji in Pinamonte. Is that how you say it in Italian? Excuse my Italian accent. Uh, you can do those two together. So you'll get yourself a 95 rated uh, striker and a 95 rated centre back if you just. Uh, there's no need for Bundesliga players a certain number, so all you need to do is score with one. And uh, with the one for Pinamonte, I think it is uh, five Italians in your starting squad. So, you know, you can pick up two 95 rated cards if you wanted to do Croy for who knows what the big icon will be come this Sunday. You want to give us a wee hint, John? Do you have any inside information? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, don't, I do not have any inside information at all, right? Um, although mm-hmm. every time I'm the first on the podcast, I'll do a guess for the next one. And so far, I think I got four out of four the last month. Uh, so, so far, so I called Cryf as well this weekend or last week. Um, if I guess anything, I think it's R9 time this weekend. No, no, Pele? No, it's R9 time. Okay. They put we'll out a striker, you get Cryf, people put everything in Cryf. Then we put R9, one last boost. And Pele is still, people are still in doubt if that's good, usual, etc. People are still on the fence about that. I think it's a great card, but still, I mean, R9 has that that last piece of effort to put people back into the streets and play some more. Mm-hmm. And they brought back the 85 times 10 SBC tonight mm-hmm. uh, for five more days. So you got every opportunity to still grind out some more higher cards. Um, yeah, my bet, my, my guess is uh, it's R9 then. So, so certainly the 85 plus upgrade is, a, is brilliant. Uh, there's certainly videos, uh, if you search Twitter or that, telling you how you can uh, do the card for free. I've been playing a lot of drafts as well. Um, actually enjoying it. Never thought I'd enjoy drafts, but I enjoy drafts. So I'll probably do that this weekend. But if you do drafts, you can actually do the 85 plus almost for no players if you get some decent packs in there and uh, I think I'm currently sitting at uh, 15 extra 85 pluses in my club that I can do for if I wanted to do a big icon so certainly wouldn't sleep on the 85 plus upgrade the 10 players. Has anybody else used that method? 
Well, for everyone listening, explain the method quickly if you can, if you can summarise it. Um, well, certainly, I'll, what I'll do is I'll name check match eight, Matt HD Gamer because it is his video. Um, but there is a way that you, if you play drafts uh, and also do the eighty-five, if you go and look at match eight, Matt, I can't say his name right, Matt HD Gamers uh, videos, you'll see it. He's got a good explanation on there. And um, basically, you play drafts uh, where you're because at the moment, common gold are pretty low. You're getting three hundred to four hundred coins for them. And they're really discard value, and you only need one gold rare to get the draft pack. And as I say, I'm very much a convert now to drafts. I don't know if it's because there's more people playing it. Uh, you think they're trying to find how many days are left on that draft token, uh, but I'm certainly full my club two days left. Um, but you can do as many tokens as you want at any one time, uh, and you go and play the the draft. Do your first 85 plus upgrade and get the players, and then you start using them in the four other SPCs you need to do. And you'd be surprised how cheap you get it, and eventually, hopefully, you're going to smash one of the big ones. I'm finding that I'm using probably about seven players uh, from that pack each time, so I'm actually gaining three players every time I do the upgrade pack. And uh, I've got Kayla uh, Navas at the moment; I think he's 94 rated. Uh, I've picked up Angel Di Maria, Angel Di Maria as well, and All Black. So I'm getting some real high-rated fodder. So if you are considered doing R9, Croy, Fusebio, whoever. Certainly, that's been a great, a great boost for me. And I would check out uh, the videos on YouTube. Yeah, I'm very happy they extended though the 85 plus SVC. I want to give credits to Tor David, who was on a podcast last week. Um, he says in chat, we've also made a post on our Discord community where you can find the 85 plus to be grinded without doing any drafts at all. Uh, Chris, talking about that that's Discord, great. how can people actually see that? They can join our amazing Discord. If they go to Patreon, look for Foot and Review. There's uh, loads of great uh, tiers on there, all different levels. Uh, come in, join the Discord. Uh, great bunch of guys. You know, we've had this is Tommy's our second guest uh, on the show, and we've got one next week as well. So you can actually get on the show if you go to a certain tier. But a uh, great bunch of guys. Everybody's got a good chat. Uh, the Discord has just been revamped as well, so it's even looking even more smarter. Well done, John, on that. I'd say it's spring cleaning, but it's the middle of summer at the moment, so a bit of summer cleaning there for John. And uh, we've also got a new thing called Threads, haven't we, John, that makes the Discord even easier to use. So yeah. it's a great place to come in and join. Yeah, I'm very happy with the release of Threads uh, on the Discord, mm-hmm. which makes it much easier to keep everything together. So uh, thanks, Discord, for letting us... Uh, <laughs> Give that a test spin a couple of weeks ago, and now it come to full rotation, which I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, but yeah, go to patreon.com forward slash foot in review, and there's plenty of options available to everyone there. All right, Chris, I think it's time. It's time for 30 questions, except it's only five to Tommy. Definitely. Tommy, so I'm going to ask you five questions. I may have gave a couple of them away. I apologise for that. We should have put you on the spot, my friend. Um, first question is, where do you live? So I'm from uh, Bath, just outside, well, just outside of Bristol in Somerset, in the UK, right. for people that are not from England. You wouldn't guess it, though. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll keep out of this. Go ahead, Chris. So you're, fr- so you're from the Bristol area, so you must be either... Is it Rovers fan, a Bristol Rovers fan, or is it Bristol City fan? Or yeah, what team do you support? Manchester United, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is, I've actually had a, I had a season ticket for like five, six years, and I uh, right. used to travel up there every, obviously every other weekend or whatever, um, four hours driving each way sometimes. That is commitment. That but is I'm not. Commitment. Uh, I'm not what they call a what's it armchair fan. Uh huh. So yeah, that is impressive. Quite honestly, I wouldn't be able to get away with that myself. <laughs> I actually did move up north to get closer to Manchester at one point, so it was easier. What a guy! <laughs> Third question: What was the first FIFA you played? Um, the one that I can remember the most uh, was FIFA '98. I probably played before that, but FIFA 98 was the one that I can remember the most, yeah. 
Was would that have a World Cup mode then, or was that a separate game in those days? I'm trying to think. It was '98. Was that the so Italian '94, '98? It was France, wasn't it? France '98. Was it a World yeah, Cup? Yeah, so mode there? I used to just play as England. Uh, you score of Alan Shearer in that game from pretty much the halfway line. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the meta that year, was it? You get Alan Shearer on your team and score for the halfway line. Yeah, on your big box telly playing against your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now this this one here's uh, any. Do you play any other games? Uh, maybe you can tell us about your esports as well, if you don't mind. Yeah, so um, throughout the years, I've gone to about ten to fifteen somewhere like between uh, LAN events. I've competed FIFA before it was Ultimate Team, uh, League of Legends, Counter Strike, and Street Fighter. Um. At the moment, though, I only play apart from FIFA, which I don't. I don't play FIFA competitively. I just play for fun. Um, I play Team Fight Tactics, which is a auto chess game, auto chess battler. And I used to play Hearthstone what? as well, but I don't play that as much anymore. Chris. I think we can hear Jones. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you sent me the list, I was like, "Wow, that's some amount of games." I hear John's ears pricking up there when you said uh, Hearthstone there, because he is a Hearthstone player as well, isn't he? Yeah, I've played a whole lot back in the days. Uh, played a lot of tournaments. I used to be sort of uh, getting some money when playing Hearthstone. Um, but yeah, that was back in the day, I think, when it started. Uh, played on tournaments with the likes of guys of with Dice, for example, which is uh, also a former world champion. Um, so yeah, quite quite play a lot, but um, you know FIFA brings addictions. But I had to be honest that Hearthstone was sort of an addiction as well at that point. Uh, so I had to quit uh, in off season this year. Actually, for FIFA, I decided you know what, eh, not much going on. Let's play some Hearthstone. I became legendary again, and then suddenly that itch came back. So I deleted the app and thought this is good enough. <laughs> Sometimes you have the same. But yeah, I'm a big fan of the game, but uh, it's, it's been through tremendous changes. But I like, especially the thing what I very much like in Hearthstone is the way they've set up the uh, uh, pro scene and the way they treat the pro players. I think uh, that's something, if you look at organizations and setting up a local tournament just stuff, something FIFA can still uh, grow in a whole lot. Maybe that's a discussion for another, another time, but there's definitely a big difference in there. Um, and it's a, I think it's fun, one fun game. I like the auto chess game Tommy mentioned as well, but I'm not very good at that. If I'm quite honest. <laughs> yeah, the trick is like, to play the one that you're best at, which is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so you're playing Hearthstone, and I'm playing the auto chess game. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I guess that's fair, right? Um, but I'm probably gonna, I'm probably better off sticking to FIFA. I think. <laughs> Uh, I got some questions prepared, Chris, if that's all right for you. Yeah, I've got one more, but I'll let you ask your questions, no problem, John. No, no, go ahead, do one more. But just so our listeners get an idea, they've heard the voice, they just want to know what the person looks like. So, what famous footballer would play you in a movie about your life? Right, I didn't actually have to think about this very hard. Roy Keane. Wow. We certainly won't be giving you any cheat clean on this podcast. And I'm going to say when he had the uh, shaven head and he was a bit of an animal. There we go. I suddenly got a whole different impression of Tommy. So. Uh, exactly, I'm the same. I'm, uh, I'm ju- I'm, I might just sit my questions out now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to ask them. You need to ask them. So if you get a two-footed cha- tackle coming through Podland, we know who's done it then. All right, got a couple of questions for you, Tommy. you got to answer them as quickly as you can, okay? Yeah, go I'm gonna make this some uh, gonna make this tradition. I think. Um, if you had a boat, what would you name it? Oh, I say we're probably gonna... something stupid like boat, boatosaurus rex. <laughs> <laughs> boatosaurus rex. Um, what do you think will finally break the internet? Oh, a meteor strike on Earth. Uh, I'd say FIFA going free to play. Uh, what would be the on the gag reel of your life? What was that? Sorry. <laughs> what would be on the gag reel of your life? Oh, I'm not too sure about that one. 
Oh, can I pass? <laughs> yeah, you can pass. You can pass one. <laughs> hey, what celebrity would you rate as a perfect 10? And you can't say Roy Keane. Probably Wayne Rooney. <laughs> That's a good. Such one, a right? handsome, <laughs> handsome chap, and he at the moment he seems to be getting a lot of the ladies. All right, and get one which is <laughs> often asked to myself: What is the dumbest way you've ever been injured? Oh, I actually uh, broke my arm going up for a header, and I just went straight over the striker where he didn't jump. <laughs> and yeah, so I broke my arm. That's a good one. Uh, I tripped over Lego and broke my leg. But hey, <laughs> um, well, I think I think you win that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I get asked this question a lot, though. Um, now nah, let's leave it. Let's leave it at that. I need I need don't have to spill everything once. Mm. I hope you like this one, mm. though. Um, Chris, I, well, I feel the odd one out here. Sorry, I feel the odd one out because I'm actually the one who's not played football at a decent level. Both of you guys have played at quite decent levels, haven't you? You know, so Tommy's. Uh, I take you're a defender then, Tommy, when you played or still yeah, play. I, yeah, left back or um, I did play holding midfielder for a bit, but. I don't currently play at the moment, and I might be starting back up to play goalkeeper. Ooh. Wow! Two so goalkeepers you know, on the pod. No, that's when you know you're getting old. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, but also um, I have been a goalkeeper all my life, of course, and um, I like to say because it's the position where you have the most overview. That's usually my excuse, though. Anyways, Chris, you have something to prepare. You have prepared uh, something with Tommy, I think. Yes, as as is now tradition, started off with fours last week. We've asked Tommy to produce his ultimate team of FIFA, uh, which we'll post on our socials. Uh, done the graphic in that, and uh, we'll post it on our socials and on the Discord as well. Uh, I have to say that Tommy's team is uh, there's no school like the old school. Uh, there's some real good names blast for the past, and it's a really interesting team. So, if it's okay, I'll just read it out, and then maybe Tommy, you could talk about three or four players that you really want to mention. Um, so, in goals, I take it it's a it's a four four one one. You're playing, is that? Yeah, you're but depends what cycle of FIFA you're playing, but yeah, we'll go with that. So it's a four four one four four one one. Sorry, with uh, Julio Caesar from FIFA 13 in goals. Uh, right back Freeze and Saudi from this year's FIFA uh, centre back pairing both from FIFA 13 of Felipe Santana and Inform Didi and a left back from FIFA 12 of Taiwo if I've said that correctly uh, left midfield Inform Bastos from FIFA 12 um, centre midfield I take it's like the holding one would be team of the year Kante from FIFA 20 Another centre midfielder is Moments Dos Santos from this year's FIFA. And uh, a right wing back playing right uh, midfield in team of the season Moments Lazaro. And then as a centre forward, Silver Dabala from FIFA 15. And also a silver striker in uh, Agbon Lahore from FIFA 13 as well. So that's uh, Tommy's 4 4 1 1. With honourable mentions for foot birthday, Gareth Bale. Flashback Juan Fran, uh, Flashback Ibra, Freeze Chiellini and Goosens, uh, Foot Xmas Torreira, and then now we know why this player's in here. End of an era, Wayne Rooney. So uh, a really interesting team, Tommy. When you sent us a really really interesting team, mate. Yeah, um, it's not obviously. I played with better cards than these cards. Obviously, like even this year. But this team represents a time in FIFA where you could run a standard goal team the whole cycle. Like you said on the pod um, on Monday, like 83 Pogba was an end-game card. And nowadays you don't really get that. So that's why a lot of these cards are standard gold, maybe one in form. And you never had to pay a penny to play the game at that point because you could get all these cards just by playing. Yeah. I definitely remember those times. Uh, or run a full sale squad in Weekend League. Or that actually wasn't there yet, but like high seasons. <laughs> those were the times. 
I like this one because this one was actually very much a memory lane for me. Um, and like Alex brought his team on this on the podcast this Friday, uh, which shows he's, uh, what he said, he like, uh, put everything from FIFA 21 uh, because I'm rather new to the game. Uh, that's really cool to see the difference between how people experience and remember their players and teams. I think it's a really cool squad that you got there. And just checking, is it the same Bostos that plays for Feyenoord? Um, I'm not sure, but at, at the point where I picked this card, did you play for Leon? Uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a very cool card. We'll post it on the social media for everyone to have a look. Um, can, can I just ask you about a couple of players? Tommy, if that's all right. Yeah, far away. So one of the ones I first looked at was... Um, Moments Dos Santos. There's no, I don't think there's many people would pick a Moments card, especially one you know fr- from those leagues. So I just wondered what was so good about that card. At the time, I was running an icon and the flashback Higuain card this year. Mm-hmm. So I I managed to block him in like that, and then link um, had a few Argentinian players to link Higuain in. But basically, the Dos Santos card I believe was something like 50k, say. And at the time the card came out, stats-wise, it was brilliant value for coins. As a box-to-box midfielder, and it actually, he performed in-game like that as well. Going up against people, you know, who got hundreds of thousands of coins worth of players. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to add a few players from the newer cycles as well that people would know into the team. Yep. No, it's just really cool. And I suppose we've got to ask about Silver Dybala as well. You know, I think some people will probably be surprised that he was ever a Silver card currently sitting with 97 rated footies at the moment. Um, just wondered what was so special about that card for you, Tommy? Pretty much how his cards are nowadays. If you shoot, you score. <laughs> and this is a Silver card. And this, on this uh, cycle of FIFA, FIFA 15, he had a Team of the Season card, which was still classed as a Silver. And um, again, silver cards back then, you could play like you're using the whole cycle and they would just, if they had the attributes they needed that cycle, so speed, if they get through one-on-one, they could score. Which I don't think is the case now in FIFA 21. Uh, No, (laughs) most definitely not. No, it's, it's... Just, just then on that, then Tommy. Just and I know this is not really about your, about your team, but I just wanted to ask you: Did you prefer the game then with less amount of cards, or did you prefer it now with more cards? What did, what would, what would be your preference? Oh, I was thinking about this as well when I when I sent you the team. Um, I preferred it back then purely because the cards lasted longer. Like like we're saying, you could use an eighty-four card, eighty-three card for the whole whole year, mm-hmm. but. The cards that they bring out nowadays with all the promos, they are fun. They're, they're, brilliant. they're brilliant cards, really. I mean, for team building, you've got players that you would never actually use if they're just a standard goal card. So, overall, it's probably better that they've got more uh, cards and different promos going on. Mm-hmm. I think but don't it... get me wrong, FIFA was a lot better back then. I think it's not comparable, if I'm quite honest, because of the setting. I mean, far less competitive than now. Way different modes than now. Uh, mm-hmm. Way lower player base than now. Uh, I distinctly remember me playing some season one, and you can only play seasons, but seasons, seasons in foot, and playing the same players every single night. That's definitely not the case anymore, right? Uh, so some players, I think. It's like that old PES feeling, like you're like, oh no, PES 4, that was the best one, or that one was the best one. But then you start to realize that the times were so much different, that if you would have been as critical on it as you were now, and if you compare it to the situation you are in now, it probably doesn't even hold up. And that's good. I mean, I wouldn't go back and revisit those games either. Um, but then again, I'm one of these guys that don't think the current game is half as bad as people make out to be. <laughs> So that might even not help. Yep. Definitely. And just last question for me then, just 
because I have the card and I never really got on one was the end of, the, of an era and Rooney I just wondered why was it because he's an X-Man U legend or was in game did he just I just wonder how you played him how you got the best out of him because I just could never get on with him so um, I started an RTG account and basically grinded for two weeks to unlock Rooney to build a team around and uh, it's probably one of the best one of the best cards I've ever used in foot in general, that's how good I think that card is. Wow. You could play him, well, you could play him on the wings if you wanted to, but, you know, striker, centre mid, centre forward. I never even got to Brilliant. play him if I'm honest. Well, I think he is available. I'm just going to quickly go and look he at this. He is from the SBC uh, drafts, I think. Yeah, from, from the drafts objective. I so think I actually have him, but... <laughs> We need to try and use him then, John. You come on and tell us what you think of him, you know, because he's uh, getting a real good sell up there for, for Tommy. Yeah, he is uh, 36 wins uh, that you'll get end of the year, Rooney. 36 wins in draft. Um, for somebody like myself, that's probably 36 drafts, but. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Don't undersell yourself. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you'll, should, you'll find there's many players playing draft that don't play FIFA that often, right? Uh, especially because of these videos and um, these grinding things that if they only win one match, they are so very happy. The amount of rage quits I get or actually quits when I score a goal was insane lately. Um, so I don't think the level of draft opponents now is at the current highest. <laughs> um, so don't undersell someone with your skills, Chris, and I know how good you are, although you keep underselling it yourself. should be able to get... Uh, a, um, I don't know, at least a 50 or 60% win chance out of the win percentage. Yeah. I, I've lost two finals this week, so... Um, that's uh, that's still 75% wins percentage. So. Yeah, so you're, yeah. Still, you're still getting to the final, though, Chris. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just also wanted to say to people as well that the uh, footy's memory lane is out for 22 days. If you are playing drafts, have a wee look in there because I did. I managed to get in my draft uh, record-breakers in Bappi. Um, so there is a thing where you have to score in three matches using a record breakers player. So you can, you will pick up 95 rated uh, team of the tournament Messi plus a premium goal players pack. So if you're doing drafts and you're looking for a bit of fun, you don't always necessarily take uh, a team of the season or a, an icon if there's a rule breakers or a one to watch is strong or, you know, road to final or team of the tournament or a foot freeze, anything like that. You can actually use those players. How do we look quickly? and foot, footies memory lane and the milestones and you might be able to pick up some extra packs in there which will go quite a way to doing your 85 times 10 pack yeah very true right I hope I do hope they keep these SBCs going these uh, drafts things because I think many people are now finally enjoying draft which is something uh, not many people do during the year because although I play draft a lot I do play a lot of the same opponents during the week. <laughs> um, and this has been the first two weeks where I, that's just, everything's new. Don't see anyone come there. A lot of different opponents. I quite liked it. So um, let's hope it get, takes a bit, uh, you know, let's let's hope people do it a bit more during the start of next year. It would be cool. So I please hope to keep this SBC and else I'm pretty sure um, people go away. But now I see, look, when I look on Twitch and stuff, I see people just doing drafts during the day, which for someone who actually loved that mode, finds that really cool to see. So keep them coming. Chris, Tommy, it's story time, boys. <laughs> and I want to keep this to Chris and Tommy, and I'll just be silent for a sec. You take it away, Chris. No problem. So what, we, what we're doing is this. We spoil alert for everybody. Uh, there's a footies in review review show from our wonderful guys on the Discord uh, come the end of August. Uh, we've asked everybody to kind of put up some sessions. And one of the sessions that Tommy, we asked for some uh, suggestions and Tommy came up with one where FIFA has played a positive impact in their life this year. And uh, Tommy uh, gave us a story. And we wanted, I've been desperate to get him on so he could actually share that story with us. So Tommy, just you Tell it, take it away, mate. You tell us how FIFA's helped you this year. It's a positive story. Yep. So, uh, as people in Discord will know, um, 
I basically had an alcohol abuse problem uh, for the short story, and I basically decided, with help from a doctor and stuff, to go teetotal, so completely quit. Um, during lockdown, right around that time, well, it wasn't mm-hmm. lockdown, and the only thing, because I was uh, off work as well at the time, so the only thing that actually kept me busy in my mind was FIFA, which when when all you hear is people moan about FIFA, who are hardcore players, there must there's got to be you know there's got to be hundreds hundreds of or thousands of people like me that the games actually helped. So, yeah, you know, I don't know what to say. Maybe thank you to EA in a way <laughs> for all the hate they get. It's a, it's a game that's really helped me this year. Yeah. No. I, uh, uh, well, sorry, John. No, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask then. From from how 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 did you find? So he says it helped you with your with your mind. Did you? play certain modes or what What did you do to, to, to keep your mind active in the game and, and no fall into that kind of people of that negativity with the game how did you do that how did you deal with that side of things yeah so um, I had a pay to win account at the start of the game um, so once I was getting sober I basically deleted that account um, and went full RTG which also meant I was behind the power curve like big time so right. I did pretty much all I grinded was objective players, milestone players, and then fly rivals and weekend leagues for rewards to get the account the account coins up. But that alone, mm-hmm. EA put out enough content, well, they do put out enough content, where, which kept me busy. Right. So this was this FIFA, is this start of FIFA? That's this FIFA. Uh, this FIFA then, this FIFA, you yeah. found, you've done it, this FIFA. As well, and the, and the, and the, the, in terms of the RTG, did you enjoy? I think you enjoyed doing that then. So it was a bit like a, you know, like a, an adventure game kind of thing, wasn't it? If you're doing an RTG account, isn't it? You know, you're building yeah. up your players, that sort of thing. I liked it that much that I'm doing it next year from the start. So uh, that proves how how much I enjoyed it. But one thing I will say is, if you complete the milestone players on your account. And then you delete your club. You cannot, and then start a new club. You cannot complete the milestone players again. So you have to buy the actual game again. I think that's right. Good heads up, though. <laughs> Which is a yeah. So that's a heads up for anyone because I thought when I deleted my pay to win club, I thought, oh, that's all right. I'll just go and do uh, you know, all the Dutch players stuff like that, and it's got a padlock on it, so it's locked. Yeah, so you can't right. do those cards again, and that's yeah, something, so, uh, something you need to keep in mind of. Which I don't know why they do that because you you bought the game, so uh, that's that's my actual only negative thing with VA this year. So I had to buy the game twice. That's all right. I bought I I bought a dozen or something copies this year. But that that has got other reasons. Um, do you mind if I send uh, ask through a little bit, Chris? No, of course. I don't sure. want to hijack your interview with Tommy. And Tommy, uh, I know I, when I do interviews, I might be coming over a bit strict or direct. I'm Dutch, so I'm usually direct and honest. Uh, if it's going too far, never mind. Just say the magic words, which for now we make Manchester United. I will skip the subject and go further, okay? Don't want you to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, go for it. Um, but hey, I am also a podcaster, which has been trained to ask a silly question sometimes. Um. If you talk about alcohol problem, right? Um, for yeah, yeah. someone, uh, I'm very unfamiliar with it. So i got to be honest in that perspective. But I do have, uh, I, I know a lot of players in FIFA that have a problem with being, um, well, addicted to the gambling aspect of it or the grinding aspect of the game itself. Um, I Let me start by saying that I really appreciate your honesty and transparency in here. And I think it's very um, admirable that you, like come on the first time on a podcast and talk about this. Um, and it's something I, I, I admire much, but how does the game, which is known for being addicted, addictive actually help you getting rid of an addiction? That feels, um, huh, I don't know. Sorry. Is that, yeah, you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, I've got an answer straight away because 
with most people who've got an addiction, obviously they have an addictive personality. So in my case, I needed something to refocus where I was focusing on alcohol to focus on something else, which was FIFA in this case, which in the past would have been when I used to play football. So when I used to play football, I never touched alcohol for, you know, from the age of 18 to like 24, 25. And then when I stopped playing sport, I started drinking all the time. So it was a case of um, really putting the focus into that RTG account. So just something else to put put my mind to. Well, that makes sense, though. Uh, mm-hmm. But it isn't be, um, isn't is it easy to? Uh, is it the, the problem itself, the alcohol, and you can get rid of it, or you can get rid of it? Maybe that's a bit too easy to say, but you can put your mind off it because you are playing FIFA, or is there is a risk of you diving into another addiction from FIFA? Um, I, for example, know that I might have troubles with uh, in the past with purchasing things online, right? So for yeah. me, FIFA is like, uh, if I play too much, hey, I got to be sh- make sure I don't buy too much FIFA points. <laughs> um, and I know that risk. Um, I know how to deal with that and stuff, but I, I can imagine you taking that and just deep diving into a game and maybe um, being that too much for you? Or uh, is it also, um, I hope so, but is it also because you have like on the community people to talk with Get your mind off it. It can be a very solo game, right? A very, um, how do you say it? A very much game where you just—it's an isolated, game. isolated game. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, it can be a lonely game, can't it? FIFA sometimes. Yeah, um, for the gambling side of FIFA, because that's where your addiction would naturally shift to. Yeah. If we're going to go with that, because I deleted a pay-to-win account, which I spent probably fifteen hundred quid on. Um, I want, I'm very good with managing my money anyway, like I was, I, in real life. Um, so because I've deleted an account I paid money for, I was never going to, never ever going to buy a pack from that shop again That's... on an RTG account because otherwise there was no point in me deleting the other account. Um, as for the isolation factor, obviously I was in the Discord with a lot of you all the time. And uh, that played a big part in, in helping me out big time, to be honest. Just to, even just jumping in there. I've been a bit quiet lately because I'm so busy with work, but you just jump in morning, Lance, morning, morning. And that just helps a lot because, like you said, the game's so isolating. But I don't know. How would they make it less isolating? <laughs> yeah, I know. I get that. More co-op games, maybe. Um, and I wasn't promoting the Discord in any way or form, though. But I, uh, no, I was uh, actually going to mention it. <laughs> oh no, 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 it wasn't my intention. But um, I talk a lot of, I talk to a lot of players, also pro players, right? Who are very isolated, uh, facing different, uh, different problems. And I find it so admirable and so smart of you uh, to say bye to alcohol, go completely clean, go into the FIFA. Say, you know what, pay to win might be an uh, addiction. I'm, I, I'm inclined to go into maybe. You know what? I'm going to uh, go RTG. That's my target. It's so smart. I haven't ever considered that myself. Um, and I'm so happy for you that that worked. Because you're doing well now, right? Let's make this a positive note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant. I've, uh, I was going to tell you a funny, not a funny thing, but uh, I've gave, I gave up caffeine as well about two months ago. That and is impressive. That was honestly, <laughs> that was honestly nearly as hard as alcohol. Uh, yeah, I've been dealing with a caffeine. Well, you could call that it, it is an addiction. I'm quite honest. Myself, oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a re- the withdrawals of uh, caffeine is really bad to be honest. If you drink a lot of it, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I can't seem to get rid of it myself. <laughs> How much I try, so uh, I definitely know the thing is. The only thing is that the damage isn't that easy. No, to spot, so. yeah, yeah, it's uh, nowhere near as bad as it. So. No, I mean, uh, I sleep a bit less, which, of course, is harmful. <laughs> and when I'm not drinking caffeine, like I'm on traveling, I need to stop for coffee halfway through, uh, which is sort of an addictive behavior, I guess. Uh, but uh, in the end, it doesn't hurt anyone if I don't, or it doesn't hurt my wallet as much because coffee doesn't mm. cost much. <laughs> so th- that helps. Um, no, 
I'm glad that helped though. Um, I, yeah, let me thank you by saying I know there's a lot of not only patrons but a lot of players out there who got similar stories or not similar stories. I should say stories to tell, positive stories about how FIFA or a community or another game, right, uh, help them with their day-to-day problems. Um, but finding someone that's actually able or willing and uh, to speak about it and actually can speak as good about it as you do, Tommy, I think that's brilliant for the community to hear, for everyone listening to hear. Uh, but it also requires a lot of courage. So I'm very grateful yeah. You wanted to do this, and you should be yeah, that's right. on that. <laughs> I think. No, definitely, John. I just, I, likewise, I want to just thank you, mate. To say when you know you've always been open and honest. I think on the Discord, which I think you know you're a really viable member there, and I think the guys love you having you on there. Um, and when you did, you know, come up with that story, I thought it was important that actually people heard from you. You know how you've how you've coped with it. I was just going to ask, you know, if people are listening to this pod and they may find themselves in a position that you are pretend you are in, sorry, what advice would you give them? Um, you, know, you might not want to give any advice, but if you do have anything you'd like to share, that would be great, mate. If there's anybody out there who could maybe benefit from it. Yeah, um, the main thing I would say is go go and see a doctor because uh, a lot of people that I know have had substance abuse problems and alcohol abuse problems are. Uh, they're too ashamed to admit it. So you go see a GP in England, or a doctor, anywhere else. It's private. They can help you. And then you have to be honest to people around you as well. So during, I said, during lockdown, that was a Discord group for me because I couldn't go out anywhere. But the main thing is, you don't be ashamed to admit it and uh, seek help from a medical professional, not Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> or Twitter. Don't do Twitter. Whatever you do. Yeah, or Twitter. <laughs> don't do Twitter. That's great advice, Tommy. Thanks again for telling that uh, story, sharing your story. Uh, but going back to FIFA for a sec, uh, you are also a very good player, quite honestly. Although you didn't say that in your introduction. <laughs> was was a good player, I would say. No, I think you are a very good player. What is your average level doing weekly currently? Uh, Whenever you were playing, right? To, I mean, yeah. Well, with my pay to win account, I got elite. Um, elite. I think you got twenty four wins is the most. Um, on my RTG, I and I also always play with like under underdog players because I like using play, players that other people won't use. And then I usually, you know, I might hit gold one, normally hit gold two, oh, which I guess is above average. It is, though, and people think that's not very good. Um, but it's, we've said it before, you're far, very much in the top 15% of all, all players whenever you hit gold one. Um, yeah, yeah. So don't ever underestimate that, at least. Um, but I'm, um, I think you're one of these talented players. Uh, which at least have like you get the motivation to do it. You do it properly. You do it focused. Um, and I'm pretty sure whenever we saw some gameplay of you, right? If you focus on it, like elite is there. If you would make that your focus. Yeah, my uh, biggest issue with focusing with FIFA is either either I have bad internet, that's or awesome. when I have good or when I have good internet, the servers seem to be bad. Um, so I might play like the first eight games a weekend league and then after that I'll just lose my focus and my head which then in the long run means I don't really want to put the dedication into the game yeah, like I would exactly. other eSport games nah. I get that 30 games is a lot though we've got 20 games coming next season so maybe that helps as well um, and I'm <laughs> can I steal that moment for a second Chris because I was actually working on a video about focus and maybe you know what I'm, I'm going to say, though. Uh, and I want to know from Chris if it's relatable. Um, so if I look at my... Like, I, I'm decorating... Uh, we're making the new studio, right? The new foot and review studio. And foot coaching, coaching corner and stuff. We're building that now. And um, I'm currently working at a desk, which is, of course, built basically for streaming, recordings, and stuff like that. So 
We've got three screens, uh, lots of uh, uh, lights going on, uh, stream decks going on, uh, uh, flashy lights, all phone charges. You see the poppers from your phone and stuff. And I needed to focus this week. I was like, you know what? I can't actually focus here. Right? I can't focus on what I'm supposed to be doing. I needed to edit some videos. So I went to to a different desk, which only had one screen, just pretty minimal, but that helped. Then I sent a message on Twitter, people, and on social media, like, can you send me your desk setup while you're playing FIFA? And everyone was either having FIFA on the middle screen, I've got two or three screens, putting the phones up there, saw notifications, I saw WhatsApp and Twitter on the phone, I saw a social media or a, like, uh, a YouTube or Netflix on one screen while playing FIFA. <laughs> then I was looking like, okay, what are your results of FIFA? Well, I usually, if I'm focused enough, I can get elite or I can get this level. And I'm seriously thinking that one of the problems is that we distract ourselves too much while trying to perform in weekend league by turning all your monitors on, by turning something else off, by listening to some music, by putting your phone on notification, by having your Apple Watch uh, buzzing all the time. So Chris, if you think about your own gameplay, are you focusing on FIFA solely or are there factors around you which you can influence that actually matter on your focus? For me, it's time, John. For me, it's time. Um, so you're constantly that, watching I, on your watch. <laughs> yeah, if you're thinking, I've got two hours, I need to win, say, four games in two hours, and the first two games go against you, you suddenly put yourself under pressure. Um, that That's the issue yeah. I have, is time um, from me. And again, I try and uh, don't have my watch on, I, don't, I turn the phone upside down, don't listen to music. Um, and I think, as I said last time, I find celebrations actually help me focus. And you're not going, sh- and I know we've talked about it, but uh, yeah, time factor for me. And then taking time in the game, doing what I've been coached. The minute I do that, I win the game. The minute I go off that, that's when you lose. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm definitely in a, in a I'll distract myself mode lately. <laughs> Tommy, anything relatable there? Um, I just think for, I can't. I I personally cannot focus for thirty games over three days. Not not a hundred percent focus. Mm. Um, I was speaking to my brother. And my brother said, "Oh, how many games have you got to play?" I said, "Oh, thirty, but it's over three days." And his answer was just, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> and he just and he just walked out. <laughs> Because it's you've got your family, your children in the background as well. Is you can't focus a hundred, a hundred and ten percent on FIFA for thirty games. No, well, you, you can by training that and making that your purpose. I think that's something. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. If you're not someone who puts the focus in doing that and train towards doing that, you simply can't. I think that's also well, one of the good things about weekly. If I'm quite honest, what differentiates John, some of the top should, should the only people that should be trained into focus like that are esport athletes? No, most definitely not. We train a lot of players which aren't officially pro players, but do get to you know twenty seven plus. Um, yeah, but yeah, they don't start out becoming twenty seven plus. So whenever we run the programs, for example, they say, well, I think I'm good enough, but hey, I usually get 24, 25, 23, maybe 20, somewhere around that. Uh, so we dive, deep dive into it. We see they got talent. They see they know what to do. Uh, might be some tuning with mentality or tactics, but usually it's also getting in the right mindset to keep focus all the side. Like peak performance, one of our key pillars, which we train on. You can only focus, you can only perform for 100% reach that key performance once everything is aligned and to get everything aligned you have to train towards that making everything um how do you, uh, how do you call it? making ev- making sure everything is a habit going towards that and the moment you stop thinking about it to get to peak performance by making habits and that can be starting the games at the same time uh, uh, having a good dinner making sure you take a break making sure you exercise enough uh Play with your lights on. I think many people play with the lights off, which strains your eyes. You play four in a row. We can actually see a difference. Stuff like that. If you get that all in the, in, into consideration and you reach peak performance constantly, then you know what to do. 
I think uh, everyone could do that. But it's a it's a big journey, right? If you want to focus on that, uh, it's and, a um, massive commitment, is what I would say. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, I think, it's also good. If I'm quite honest, um, and uh, that's why I can reach 27 whenever I play every week. On my old age, but this year I've been not been able to catch every weekend league event. Which, if I get 23 now, I'm pretty happy with because I don't know it's I, I know it's not me using the controller which causes that, but it's me not being used of playing on peak performance all the time. I just can't do it anymore at this stage. I need to train for that. Still, I, I still think I'm able to do it. I still think there are many people who are actually able to do it, but. It requires a lot of dedication and it requires a lot of focus from yourself. Um, but it could be a good target if you're talking about getting distractions, right? But also one which 30 games in a, in a weekend still is a whole lot. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But I, do, I definitely don't think there's only pro athletes or pro FIFA players, so to speak, uh, who should be able or are able to do this at all. But don't, please don't act. If you're an intern, you know, listening to the show and you got a thirty note that everyone can do this or that you're doing this every week, because nobody can do this without fo- without maintaining that level all the time. And I think if you look at the pro players, Tommy, I think there are a lot of players that are so good that those first ten or fifteen man- matches are on autopilot. They don't really need to have that peak performance on those first fifteen twenty matches to even be able yeah, to get there. Brilliant. And then you only need your peak performance for ten matches, which is a lot easier. So there's that. Um, I think we're nearing the end of the show. Did you have anything else left, Chris? Well, no, I was just really, actually, I was going to say to Tommy that um, if he's doing a road to glory uh, next season, I'm going to join him. I've got an idea, so I'll, I'll be in touch with him and see if we can work something out together um, and see if we can uh, let guys know how we're getting on with our road to glory teams or untradeable teams, as I'm calling it. Just to, I'm interested in doing that for next season and trying to keep my interest in the game. Sounds like sounds a, good to me. Yeah, sounds like a good piece of content for the for the Patreon sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then there's nothing left to thank you all and ask Tommy where people can find you if you want to be found, of course. I'm currently on no social media apart from Discord, which isn't really a social media, I don't think. So uh, if you're in the Patreon Discord, my username is Tommy B. That's rather easy. Uh, and very smart to stay off social media. <laughs> I, also, I thought FIFA social media was bad, um, but I've been mingling in Formula One social media lately. Eh, talk about toxic. I'd stay away if I was you from that. Uh, so it can always be worse. Uh, but thanks, Sean. For- can I? Yes, go Sorry, ahead. can I just add why I came off uh, Twitter? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So when we had all the spoilers for. Was it uh, Foot Birthdays when Renato Sanchez that came out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I basically deleted Twitter that day because that was ruining my enjoyment of FIFA. Because I was logging on already knowing what was coming out. Yeah, which I can definitely... I, I'm the back same. In, back in the day, we never had that issue. Like We had it's a surprise if you had an SBC when they first came out. Um, I think... Um... I mean, I, I definitely agree with you there. And I think the the worst case, the worst situation we're in at that stage is that not all these leaks are actually leaks. People just put out messages there, um, which people think it's true or at least get some traction going. And I got a good example. Yesterday, there was someone um, like got that was very trending topic. It was a guy who won 30 million I think pounds, whatever, euros, doesn't matter. 30 million coins in the lottery, right? And he showed it on his PayPal, 30 million, and I'm going to give away uh, 3,000 of those coins to the first 30,000 people that retweet this message. So everyone went following, retweet, go for it. First 30,000. He got a million followers. I don't even know how much. But do the math. 30 times, oh. <laughs> 30,000 times 3K <laughs> is way more than those 30 million he actually said he had. And so that doesn't make any sense, but nobody cares. They don't drop the follow. Some do, some block, some report. 
most of the followers are still there. So there are many people who are just spitting out stuff. And maybe they're right. I mean, I could be right four times now about icons, right? But I'm, I just made a guess, quite honestly. If I would get, if I wanted, I could have like put it out there, say it's a leak. If it comes, oh, you see, I was correct, and get much more followers. Uh, half of these things aren't true, but I, if it is true or it does happen to be true, it's definitely considered. Uh, it definitely spoils the fun for me as well, Tommy. Although I sort of make a living out of things that come out of social media, so I can't really <laughs> quit myself. Um, but I, I definitely am not. But uh, my thing is take a lot of this information with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. But I definitely agree. I definitely understand why you did it. Let's put it like that. And without spoilers, it's definitely more fun. Chris. Yes. You get a closing joke or just want to tell people where they can find you? First, I just want to thank Tommy uh, for coming on. Uh, been a, it's been a great pod. It's been a great debut, mate. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed it as well. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Yep. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Um, people, yeah. people will get me at uh, Foot and Review Teddy Bear on um, on Twitter. Sorry, and uh, you'll find me in the Discord under Grandpapa Mac. See, it's every time I come on, uh, it's a great place to come. Discord is revamping at the moment. It's it's actually just going to grow. Uh, come in and enjoy the fun, and I'm sure you'll have a a great time. Uh, I'm just going to ask you, what do you call two monkeys that share an Amazon account? I don't know. Primates. Oh, good one. No. <laughs> Thanks for that, Chris. What do you call a magic dog, my friend? Don't know, mate. A labracadabra door. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you this Friday where Ingvi returns. Um, we'll get more footage, or maybe this Friday we get everything back. Impacts. We don't know yet, but we'll definitely have a look. And there's more information about FIFA 22 being released. In the meanwhile, um, more Pro Clubs information today, which we haven't got the time to talk about, but maybe this Friday we will. Once again, everyone for participating. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Chris. But for now, we'll see you Friday. Thanks for keep tuning in. And we'll see you Friday. Let's drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Thank you.